At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hello and welcome to a Friday edition of Primetime Action here on VEASAN. Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, and on the desk with us here on a Friday, we got the one, the only, the human encyclopedia. He is Wes Reynolds. Gil getting some much-deserved vacation time in here. We'll see him in about a week. We are going to talk to Andy McNeil about some hockey. We're going to talk to Lou Finicaro about some hockey as well. And actually, we're going to talk to Lou about UFC. We're going to talk to Lou about college baseball as well, so be sure and stick around if you want to know about any of that stuff that's coming up. And uh, Andy in about 15 minutes, and then Lou in about 45 minutes. But we do have some first pitches coming here in Major League Baseball. If you want to get in on the Tigers and Yankees, this is Elvin Rodriguez versus Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole is a minus 365 home favorite in this one, a total of flat seven. We got the Guardians and the Orioles, Shane Bieber. And Bruce Zimmerman, uh, Bieber and the Guardians, minus 140 road favorites. Zimmerman and the Orioles, plus 120 road underdog, uh, uh, home favorite, uh, home underdogs, I should say, uh, eight is your flat total. Angels and the Phillies, Chase Silseth for the Angels, Zach Eflin for the Phillies. The Phillies are minus 130 home favorites. Angels are plus 110 road underdogs, nine is your total. Diamondbacks and the Pirates, Merrill Kelly and JT Brubaker. We've got Merrill Kelly as a minus 120 road favorite. Brubaker is a even money home underdog. Eight is the total. Twins and the Blue Jays, Chichi Gonzalez. I didn't say Rodriguez. I always mm-hmm. say Rodriguez, and I said Gonzalez. Didn't do the little. Yeah, yeah. So look at me, our guy. I, I did good. I'm already winning on this show here. <laughs> you say it. You say Kikuchi. For the Blue Jays, the Blue Jays are minus 240 home favorites in this one, plus 195 on Gonzalez and the Twins as road underdogs. Nine and a half is the total. We got Davis Martin on the hill for the White Sox, Shane McClanahan for the Rays. McClanahan been very, very good this year for the Rays. He is a minus 195 home favorite, plus 165 if you want the White Sox on the road. As underdogs, seven and a half is your total there. Mariners and the Rangers, Logan Gilbert versus Dane Dunning. This is almost a coin flip, slightly shaded towards Gilbert and the Mariners at minus 115. Flat eight is your total. Astros and Royals, Jose Arquiti, Brady Singer. Arquiti is a minus 130 road favorite, plus 110 on Singer and the Royals, eight and a half the total. 
Padres and Brewers, Joe Musgrove versus Corbin Burns. Really good pitching matchup in this one. Burns and the Brewers are minus 170 home favorites. Musgrove and the Padres plus 150 road underdog, six and a half the total. I went ahead and played the Padres in this one. We'll talk a little bit about this, but I think uh, Musgrove has been good enough here to back as a must, as a plus 150 plus dog in that one. Braves and the Rockies, Max Freed versus Chad Cool. Freed and the Braves, minus 190 road favorites, plus 160 on Cool and the Rockies as home underdogs. 11, because that's in Denver, is your total. Red Sox and A's, Nate Evaldi, James Caprillion. Eovaldi and the Red Sox are minus 170 road favorites, plus 150 on Caprillion and the A's. Seven is your total. And then we got the Mets and the Dodgers at 10-10 Eastern. That is Chris Bassett versus Tyler Anderson. Tyler Anderson and the Dodgers are minus 150 home favorites, plus 130 on Bassett and the Mets as road underdogs. It is a flat total of eight, we did have one day baseball game today. Uh, final Cardinals fourteen to five over the Cubs in that one. Miles Michaelis gets the win for the Cardinals. We are in the top of the second with the Giants up one nothing on the Marlins, and then we are in the middle of two. It is two to one in favor of the Reds over the Nationals. Tommy Pham has slapped a home run over the fence in that one. Yeah, a couple pitching changes, by the way. You mentioned Martin uh, <laughs> in for the uh, White Sox, uh, in for Velasquez. Start. So if you bet that earlier in the day, obviously list your pitchers, and then both sides change pitchers for the Giants and the Marlins. John Brebbia in for, uh, I believe it was supposed to be Alex Cobb, and also uh, Richard Blyer in for uh, LSA or Hernandez. So different pitchers on both sides there. one nothing Giants in the bottom of the first. Washington uh, gets a home run here in the top of the second off Mike Miner, who is making his Reds debut, but nevertheless, 2-1 to one Reds over the Brewers going to the bottom of the second. I took the Nats uh, as an underdog, a plus 120, but I also have the over 9.5 in this one. Hey, Matt, be honest. How, how long have you been sitting on that Tommy Pham line? No, no, I just I noticed it as we were. Uh, I noticed right before we were going that he that he hit a home run. I was like, this is the opportunity. It's on your notepad next. You got it. I got yeah. it. You got it. I, I don't know if anyone else. Went right over West's head. I don't know if anyone else got that one, but I appreciate the giggle out of you though, Kelly. It made me feel good. West, you do have some other baseball bets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I went ahead and you mentioned the uh, Angels in in Philadelphia, and I mm-hmm. just started a series with the Phillies. Phillies will have a new manager, at least an interim one, because G. Roddy, Joe Girardi, was uh, let go today in Philadelphia so that's always that thing I like to use especially in the NBA and the NHL that first game with the coach getting fired angle. So it was a small play on Philadelphia at minus $1.20. It's going to close in the 125 range. So I did play that. Twins and Blue Jays under nine and a half. It is Chi-Chi Gonzalez going for the Minnesota Twins. And if you watched him in Colorado last year, he was probably one of the worst starting pitchers in all of Major League Baseball. But he's gotten, you know, at least maybe a little right in the minors. So I thought nine and a half was a bit high. Also have uh, the Kansas City Royals plus 120 against Jose Uri- Quitty of the Houston Astros. I don't think your Quiddy's numbers have really been that great. And Brady Singer, you know, in very limited outings, only three starts this year, but a 137 ERA, only a 250 on the XFIP. So he has been pr- pitching pretty solid. So I did take the Royals, albeit one of the worst teams in baseball, as a small underdog plus 120. Yeah, I uh, I went ahead and played the Padres with Musgrove here against um, – against Milwaukee. I understand Burns is on the hill for Milwaukee, but if you if you look at the the stats this year but for Musgrove and for Burns, they're pretty much identical as far as their advanced statistics and so when that's the case, if you're going to give me plus 150 plus on the other side here and honestly, I like the Padres lineup better anyway than I like mm-hmm. the the Brewers lineup here. Uh Profar, Cronenworth, uh, Machado, Hosmer, Voit. Voit by the way is starting to hit the ball finally for this Padres team which uh you know, they had high hopes for him when they brought him over this year and had battled some injuries to get started but is starting to finally start to swing the bat uh, a little bit better. Mazzara, no more Mazzara in the uh, in the in the lineup there for the uh, the Padres tonight as well. And uh, you know on the on the Milwaukee side again, there's guys just really really struggling on that side. And I'm just going to to play the pitcher that I think here is getting a little bit too much. And with plus 153, plus 150 at DraftKings right now, if you wanted to take it, uh, I'll roll with the Padres. And I know one. a certain Veasan contributor named Jason Weingarten actually did like the run in the first inning on the yes. Mm-hmm. There's been that's been a big debate amongst yeah. the uh, baseball betting community. The no run first inning, yes run 
one first inning. He, uh, Jason Weingarten, I think, tends to play more yeses. He is playing it tonight. And I believe he got 135. You can maybe get a little bit north of that. Because the, what what's going to happen is you're always going to get the plus money on the yes when the total drops. This mm-hmm. was seven on the opener. Now you're seeing six and a half minus 120. So uh, going against the grain, taking the yes here in the first inning. That was actually a tough loss for me last night. I had, I had the Padres up 4-1 in the bottom of the ninth. Taylor Rogers comes in and goes ahead and gives up a hit and then hits two guys and then a triple <laughs> brings all three home. Then they take him out. McCutcheon gets the base hit and they get the win in the bottom of the ninth due to the Brewers. As you mentioned, uh, the Philadelphia Phillies did fire Joe Girardi. Uh, Phillies are 22 and 29, lost seven of their last nine games. They're in third place in the NL East and they're a full 12 games behind the Mets and again if there was ever a time that they would not want not not be 12 games behind the Mets it would be when the Mets are without three of their starting pitchers in DeGrom Scherzer and then also McGill but this is uh it's just been a bad run for this Phillies team listen there was always going to be there was always questions about this team just from a defensive standpoint because they put a bunch of sluggers in the lineup but that doesn't necessarily mean that you can field the ball just because you can hit it a lot of people calling them just a team full of DHs mm-hmm. out there. But that being said, they're not seven games under 500 bad, and there certainly shouldn't be 12 games behind the Mets, again, who without DeGrom, without Scherzer, without McGill, I mean, without three of the five starters in their rotation. Um, look, Girardi, I think maybe we just get to a point where you start to kind of look back and maybe he maybe he doesn't speak today's language you know maybe he doesn't resonate with with these guys and stuff we know he is known as being a super super you know uh uh real real tough manager right, and all of that right. and like i don't you know I, I don't know if in 2022 as crazy as that is to say like i don't know if that if that works with some of these guys anymore and so it's a different breed of ball player these guys are all making millions and millions of dollars and things like that and so uh, I don't know if this is in the road for him for good, but it probably is. He's pretty old, well, and he he can do TV, yeah. and I'm and he's done that before, so I'm sure he could go back to that. And by the way, it is going to be Robbie Thompson who is the interim general or interim manager rather for Philadelphia. They're getting an Angels team that all of a sudden we were kind of starting to buy in on the Angels. Mm-hmm. They were red hot to start the season. They've lost eight straight now, and you've got Chase Sulsif on the mound tonight. 307 ERA, 130 on the whip, but I thought some regression was coming because if you look at the XFIP, it is much higher. And then is Philadelphia all of a sudden like, guys, we got to play better. We mm. see that in the NBA and the NHL all the time where it's like, okay, sometimes maybe you want the coach fired or you want the manager fired. But, you know, you also got to look at yourself and it's like, well, we've been playing crappy to get the manager yeah. and the coach fired. So we've got to turn it around. But yeah, Philadelphia has been an absolute disappointment in the East this season. Uh, staying with the diamond here, Jordan Alvarez, first place Houston Astros in the AL West. They have agreed to a six-year, $115 million contract extension, biggest contract ever for a player whose primary position is pretty much designated hitter. But when you hit like Jordan Alvarez, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to get that type of money. And listen, this Astros team kind of under the radar West, despite losing big name players over the last couple of seasons, just continue to roll on. Yeah. They got a six and a half game lead all of a sudden mm-hmm. with the Angels' struggles at Astros 33 and 18 in Kansas city tonight. On the other side here, we're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit of NHL with Andy McNeil. So get ready for that. It is primetime action here on a Friday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
<sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action here on a Friday, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, Wes Reynolds joining us here on the desk. And my favorite Canadian is back. It seems like it's been uh, it seems like it's been a month. Andy McNeil, he's a big timer now. He's flying coast to coast, private jets, all the things like that. He's basically Ric Flair mm-hmm. up there, West. But he uh, found some time to talk some NHL with us tonight. Your you favorite can- Canadian, is that like uh, Canada's greatest athlete? Andy will appreciate this. Iron Mike Sharp, uh, <laughs> legendary WWF enhancement talent in the 80s, dubbed himself Canada's greatest athlete. <laughs> you can find him on the Twitter machine, at Digital Gambler. He is Andy McNeil. Andy, thanks for joining us, buddy. I feel like I'm the only Canadian Matt knows, and that's why. <laughs> hey, that's not true. That's not true. I know at least six other Canadians. So, uh, you so, know, listen, I'm, you're topping a list of number six. one out of six? Yeah, that's not bad. Oh, wow. That's not okay, bad. Cool. That's yeah, cool. you know, yeah, pretty good stuff. Uh, all right, so let's uh, – actually, let's just get your, your macro thoughts here on what you've seen so far from the NHL, uh, from from these uh, couple of series that are going right now, and then we'll actually get into the games that are coming up. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think so far we've we've seen a little bit of everything. Uh, well, a little bit of, of unexpected uh, transpired. I mean, we we saw fourteen goals in Game One of of Colorado and Edmonton, and then uh, just just the four. Uh, on, uh, in game two, so a little bit of flip flopping there, but um, some great hockey for sure. I think uh, I think it's it's uh, why don't we why don't we just get into the the series, man? I, I'm having a hard time answering this question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Andy. Uh, well, uh, let's go ahead. Let's actually start with tonight's uh, series here: the Tampa Bay Lightning, the New York Rangers. Uh, Lightning had eight days off, but rest uh, or rust triumphed over rest because the Rangers all over them uh, get game one. So now. Game two tonight in the Garden. We know that trend, Andy, though. I think it's 18-0 now. Vasilevsky and the Lightning off a loss against uh, in the playoffs and now uh, looking at avenging that tonight. But I want to ask you kind of in terms of how the Lightning are going to play. This is a team that has won two Stanley Cups in a row, so they've got a lot of miles on them, if you will. 
Do you feel that they have to play a more defensive style of hockey where they're relying on defense and they're relying on Vasilevsky more than going up and down with this younger like Ranger team? See, I'm you know, I'm not I'm not sure that they're able to play style against the Rangers. I think when you've got a goaltender like Igor Shesterkin on the other side that's, you know, almost as good uh, if not better than, than Vasilevsky on any given night. I think Vasilevsky is uh, the number one goaltender until, you know, until somebody dethrones him, and I think it's going to take a lot more than, than a series win to do that. Um, but, you know, it's, the, the Lightning are going to have to, to force things. They're, they're not going to be able to sit back because, uh, you know, this is a goaltender who's allowed uh, two or fewer goals in, in seven out of his last eight games. He's not easy to beat. And uh, if you if you just hang back, uh, it's probably not going to happen. So um, you know that that makes things a little bit tougher to, to handicap. I think this is a different beast than the, the Lightning have dealt with. Uh, you know, in all of the, with all of their their previous opponents, there there isn't a goaltender out there that's um, as good as Vasilevsky or Shostirkin. So this is kind of this series is kind of uh, you know in, in its own category, I guess. Um, and and like you said, Russ triumphed over or over rest in in game one, and it's hard to judge just how much of the Rangers' performance was driven by the fact that that Tampa might have been a little rusty, or you know maybe maybe the Rangers have just really found uh, another gear here. Um, I lean towards obviously Tampa Bay being being better uh, in game two. I definitely lean towards Vasilevsky being better. In game two, um, but you know, I think I think the market's kind of accounted for everything. I think uh, if if you if you if you thought there's a, if you think there's a, a big edge uh, in this this you know the Lightning's ability to bounce back, the fact that they haven't lost two consecutive playoff games since they were swept by Columbus three years ago in 2019, um, then then maybe there's there's a bet there. I, I have a small bet on the Lightning. I think there there is some value there at, at around minus 125 from earlier today uh but um you know i think there's just as many people out there that think that you know it doesn't matter that the lightning i you heard head coach uh gerard glance the rangers head coach say that uh it doesn't matter to him you know they, they they never defeated the lightning or the rangers in any of those games and this is a new series so um i, I think it pretty much comes down to just how you how much stock you put into past history and 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 uh, and what that means for for the future, right? So, so Andy, you can still find one thirties out there. It's it's expensive here at the South Point, but there are still one thirties out there on the Lightning at that number. Would that still be something you'd be willing to play? Yeah, it's it's, it's border. Like I said, it was a small wager at minus one twenty five earlier today, so it's pretty borderline at that price. I, I think it's Tampa Bay or nothing here, um, as far as my numbers go, anyways. But um, I. I I, you know, if, if if I'm looking to back the Rangers, I'd rather I'd rather do it uh, do it on the road in in the next game rather than, than tonight because you are probably going to get uh, Tampa Bay's best efforts um, or a lot better efforts than they than they were able to give in Game One. So, um, you know, you'd like to get a bit better of a price here, given that it's virtually the same price as as it was in Game One. Andy, uh, staying with this, uh, just one more on this. In terms of uh, the total, everybody seemed to bet the under in game one, and it went over. uh, First period went over. The full game ended up going over. Do you think we see a little bit more return to form tonight? Because clearly Vasilevsky and Igor are the two best goaltenders in the playoffs left. Yeah, I I mean, it's probably uh, like whenever a far from expectations like we saw in game one, uh, of the Western Conference Final, with with that one going way over, you know, double what the the, the sportsbook, uh, you know, had estimated, the betting market had estimated. Um, you you kind of you, you, you try to temper your expectations heading into the next game. I don't I don't think there's really any of a, anything that that I saw in Game One that would lead me to believe that we're we're going to see a a high scoring series. I think you know both of these goaltenders are are you know, uh, they they the range is kind of uh, you know, the, the top of that range is around um, three goals, and uh, I, you, you rarely see Vasilevsky allow more than three goals in a playoff game. And Shesterkin has been great in these playoffs, so um, I think we're we're likely going to see somewhere, you know, somewhere around five goals. 
All right, Andy, let's look at the game on uh, tomorrow in Colorado and Edmonton. Right now, Colorado minus 125, minus 130. So you can find a 125 if you want to bet them. Uh, you can find a plus 115 out there if you want to bet Edmonton. Uh, really, in this one, it's the total most people are talking about. It's sitting at seven right now. Do you expect just another game full of goals? Um, well, Got to mention something. I do. Uh, I do have one prop bet for the the New York Rangers and, and Tampa Bay Lightning. And oh, LGR. Uh, Anthony Sorelli. Anthony Sorelli. Uh, it was a. He was a player that I came into the playoffs looking to. I was going to approach it betting him not to score points in every game, and that would have been a really profitable strategy. Uh, he he only had he only had his third and fourth point in the playoffs in the last game. But he's got four shots on goal in each of his last two games. He's playing on a line with Stephen Santos. And Nikita Kucherov is going to get a lot of opportunities to get pucks on net in this game, too. And you can go over one and a half shots at minus 115 uh, on Anthony Sorelli. But, um, you know, as, as far as the total goals in the Western Conference, yeah, right. You know, if you were, if, if you were, uh, if you were to bet under um, heading into game two after what, what you would have saw, what we saw in game one, uh, everybody would have thought you were an idiot. <laughs> and, uh, uh, of course, that was a winner. I mean, we, it's really tough to, to know what, I think more than anything, the style of play, um, whether or not it changes from game to game, really makes a difference in, in the type of scoring that we see. Um, we saw Edmonton in in, in game um, in number one. They, they obviously uh, were, were, you know, facing a big deficit. At one point, it was four goals. And I think, you know, then score effects come into play. Colorado starts to sit back a little bit. Um, they hadn't allowed more than 62 shot attempts in a game, uh, and average, you know, you, they're used to seeing around 44 to 45 shot attempts from their opponents in game. Um, and they saw 72 shot attempts from the Oilers in game one. Obviously, Edmonton was also able to put up six goals. Um, you really saw Colorado clean things up. Uh, Edmonton only generated 48 shot attempts. That was, you know, 24 fewer than they, they generated in game one. So the Avalanche really, really cleaned things up. Um, in in game two, and and they 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 were relentless. They didn't give Edmonton a chance, even when the lead, uh, you know, got to three, got to four. They didn't give the Oilers a chance to get back in the game. Really, they really keyed in on on some of their their best players. And Edmonton's going to have a little bit of a, an easier time um, playing on home ice. They'll have last change. Jay Woodcroft, the head coach, will be able to to line match a little bit better. Uh, that means that, you know, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl should, in theory, be a little bit more effective um, in in game game number two. So um, with all that being said, I, I think, it's, you know, I definitely lean towards the avalanche here um, in, in game two. And uh, I, I think I, I don't think we'll see uh, an outrageous, uh, you know, result, uh, an outrageous all right, total Andy. here. But, Appreciate uh, it, buddy. Definitely. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Summer Special is here for only $39. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now until the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VSIN.com, and subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. John Von Tobel will have his best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil is going to break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features daily best bets, emails, you get uh, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, you get the betting tools, you get the video, live stream, whatever you want it. It's only 39 bucks through July the 31st. Head on over to vsun.com slash summer. Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, Wes Reynolds on the desk with us here. Wes, you have a bevy of bets you are tracking right now. Some look better than others, but mm-hmm. I think you're at least live still in all of them. 
Yeah, we've got the uh, Great American Small Park here. A couple of, uh, <laughs> as Dave Ross, uh, my partner, calls it here on VEASAN. Five to two, uh, Nats get two home runs in the top of the third. So Nats uh, looking decent at least to start out at plus 120. Red's got a base runner on here in the bottom of the third. I expect that we're going to get a lot of runs there. Unfortunately, we may get a lot of runs in Toronto, too. Three to two already. I believe in the still in the top of the second here as uh, both get to a pair in the first inning. And look, Chi-Chi Gonzalez uh, maybe didn't quite work out his <laughs> woes, and he gave up uh, three hits and two earn in the first inning. So uh, that's when uh, that's looking like it's going to be a loser. And then uh, we did get a nice start to the Rob mm -hmm. Thompson era in Philadelphia. Schwarbaum, Kyle Schwarber with a leadoff home run, so one nothing Phillies over the Halos. One thing I should have mentioned when I gave that final earlier for the Cardinals and the Cubs, you probably would have imagined anyway that the Cardinals, if they scored 14 runs, that Paul Goldschmidt did increase his hit streak. And you would have been right. He is now at 25 straight games. He actually hit a homer. Yeah, three-run homer. In, in that game as well. And, you know, 25 games, Wes, we're looking at a guy that's mm -hmm. kind of under the radar. We, we were been talking about this for about two weeks now. He had been having a good season Regardless, like before yes. before any of this, and then now this hit streak and all this, and he was kind of getting overshadowed by a teammate in Arnado who had started out very, very hot as well for this Cardinals team. But we were talking about maybe him being a a sleeper-type guy for, for an MVP award or whatever in Major League Baseball. And, you know, I think with as much – you know, as much guys that are still playing well right now, I think now if you're mm -hmm. ever gonna if you're gonna get in on Goldschmidt, you better do it like I would guess in the next week or so because then at that point I'm probably gonna be unplayable. Yeah, the Cardinals just mm -hmm. do what they do. And yeah. look, they're still two and a half back of the Brewers, but it's like you always look at the Cardinals on paper and it's like, well, can they really be that good? But they always are. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're the model of consistency in Major League Baseball. And Goldie now, 25 game hit streak. I usually. It's it's one of those things like when you have a perfect game or a no hitter, you can't really mention it until the sixth inning. Do you mention the hit streak until it gets to thirty? Because look, he's still a long way away from Joe D. I, I don't know if that record ever is going to get broken. Yeah, I know that is absolutely nuts. And that one, the uh, looking at some of these other games, it's a homer fest. In Nationals and Reds, well, yeah. like there's already been, like, I think, of four homers. They brought out the, the juice baseball tonight, yeah, apparently. Yeah, already been like four homers in that one. Nats five to two over the Reds, and then the uh, Giants five nothing lead there over the Marlins. So NBA Finals, we didn't even really touch on this last night, uh, Kelly. We even got a tweet about it. We joke about it here on the show that a game, no matter what sport, will be heading in one direction while we are on the air. And the second we get off of the air, that game is heading in the complete opposite direction. Yep. We are hitting about 80% on this. We're about 8 for 10. And last night was absolutely no different. This looked like this was going to be a not, a, not just a Warriors win, a convincing Warriors win. And instead, we leave here. The Celtics go on just an unbelievable run, a torrid fourth quarter. And here we are with not just a win, but a 12-point win for the Celtics on the road. And, man, uh, look, you and I, we got Celtics series tickets. Yep. I'm glad I went ahead and did that. I'm glad I you know, listened to you and some of the other guys who said, hey, look, yeah, I'll come back in. My whole strategy was that, which turns out to be a very poor strategy it would have been, was wait for them to lose game one, come back in on the series in game two. Glad I didn't do that because, man, that was a uh, that'd be very unfortunate for me, right? Yeah, now. it was. Uh, man, I thought it was really impressive in the fourth quarter last night. I mean, I mean, don't get, don't get me wrong. This was did Boston take make almost every shot they took that fourth quarter? Yes. Are you going to see quarters like that very often? No. But they also shut down Golden State defensively, along with Golden State missing some shots. You really saw. I, in my opinion, it was Udoka's strategy all along. You, you, wait for that Steph Curry rest period. You were going to get on the in the fourth period and they really blitzed them at their own game it was then when Boston was like hey we're gonna go to the one big strategy get our normal they love to have their two bigs on the court for rim protection but with Steph on the bench we're gonna go small and really pressure you know Jordan Poole and, and Clay Thompson about the only two guys that Golden State had on the court that could really make some shots and it led to turnovers it led to easy baskets for Boston Jalen Brown finally was getting aggressive attacking the rim that opened up shooters on the outside it was like the whole game changed for Boston as soon as 
Curry was on the bench in the fourth, and as soon as Boston went to that small ball, it changed, and I don't know. I mean, that's that's Boston beating Golden State at their own game, mm-hmm. and, and it's I think it's a scary thought if you're a Warriors backer going for, forward of what I'm not. This look, it's one game, it's a long series. I still expect it to go six or seven. Steve Kerr in this bunch with the experience they have, I expect expect adjustments to be made. But we've seen the Warriors really ever since they started to dominate in this league in, what, 2014, 2015, that it's always been that small ball lineup that's going to get you, and I don't know that it's going to get done against the Warriors or against the Celtics. Well, Wes, if people were just looking at the box score, right, they're going to look and they see Steph Curry, 34 points, and like, oh, Steph had a monster game. And, and listen, 34 points is 34 points, but 13 of those – Happened after the first quarter. There was 21 in the right. first quarter. He only scored 13 the entire rest of the game. And what that says to me is the Celtics, look, they didn't know exactly how to defend him in that first quarter. It took a quarter to kind of figure things out. And then they were able to make some adjustments and go in. And I'm not going to say completely, you know, shut down stuff by any stretch of the imagination. But look, they slowed him down. And I think that they figured out something along the way. And I, I that's the reason I was – I. I kept saying I thought the Celtics were going to lose game one then come back and be mm-hmm. be able to win the rest of the series because I thought it might take them a game to figure out what to do against this team. Now, look, they were definitely aided by hitting everything they threw up in the fourth quarter and all that, but I think it's not to be overlooked that, that yes, 34 points total, only 13 of those after the first quarter. Right, and, and look, I was on with uh, Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on the Lombardi line earlier this morning on Beeson, and Michael asked, hey, do you think that this is too much of a price adjustment for the series? And I'm like, no, I think it's fair. Mm-hmm. I think it, it is what it probably should be. And look, I don't expect it to be a sweep or anything like that. And look, it still may go to this, and it still may go six, or it still may go seven, but... There are some legitimate uh, causes for concern mm-hmm. if you're Golden State. You know, you can't just necessarily dismiss it as, okay, Boston hit everything in the fourth quarter, and that's why they had that huge run where the game just turned on a dime. There are some concerns, I think, at least defensively, because you're in a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation because you have to play Jordan Poole offensively because you got two guys that can run that pick and roll, which is a necessary offense to beat the Celtics. You've got Steph, of course, and you've got Jordan Poole. However, that means you got to have Jordan Poole out there to play defense, and he did not look very good doing so. There was one, I think, Jalen Brown drove to the basket, and as he's going by Jordan Poole, you see Steph kind of with his hands out like this, like, what? You know, like, what, like, what was that? And, and I mean, that's what you're going to have to deal with. You're going to have to kind of, you know, take the good with the bad, I think, with Jordan Poole out there. But I think you saw, you know, J- Draymond Green, a little bit too many shots, I would say. Uh, the fact that he had 10 in the middle of the third quarter, it's like he should only have like 10 shots over the course of two yeah. games. And they were, they were allowing him to take those shots and whatnot. I felt Andrew Wiggins, I think they need to use him a little bit more. I thought Wiggins had a very quiet, mm. quiet, good game offensively for Golden State, but you know that Boston's going to switch everything, and they're especially going to switch on the pick and roll. That's going to leave Wiggins open in the corner. Where, but you don't want Wiggins just standing in the corner either. You need him cutting to the basket yeah. because those baseline cuts are going to be open for baskets or for dunks or, you know, getting fouled and having some and ones. So there are some signs for concern, I think, for Golden State, at least uh, based on what you saw last night, more than Boston hitting 21 threes. Kelly, this isn't a victory lap or anything. Like, we think that this series could go a long way. But one of the th- reasons that you and I liked the Celtics heading into this was, was what we were saying is that there were, there were just more options mm-hmm. – Mm-hmm. on this team. And, and listen, you see Tatum, look, he facilitated great 13 yeah. assists, but he only scores 12. He's three of 17 from the floor, but you have a Horford, a smart and a Brown who all three have good games and can pick up the scoring here. And I do seriously wonder about that on the Warriors side, that if, if Steph isn't Superman, which again, he did have 34 points, but if he's not Superman, what's going to happen? Um, yeah, I think that, I think that's fair. We brought that up pre-series. I read a lot into what Steph had to say post game last night, where he really talked about this, this is going to turn into a small ball battle. We lost against that tonight. Someone asked, one of the reporters asked him about rotations that they've been going with, and he said, he said pretty honestly, we're going to have to reevaluate everything. I already made a bet on Steph Curry over 28 and a half points for next game because I think he's going to be putting up a million shots. <laughs> we're going to talk to Lou Finacaro here on the other side. Some hockey, some UFC, and some college baseball. It's primetime action.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo play xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Bourne in a ballpark challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete for free cash all season long. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash and prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join in on the action. Blue Moon made brighter 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Please drink responsibly. He is a man that wears many hats for us here at uh, VEASAN. You can see him over at Point Spread Weekly, talking UFC, talking hockey, talking college baseball. You can find him on the Twitter machine at Gamblue. He is Lou Finnecar. Lou, thanks for joining us, my man. So happy to be here tonight, Matt and Wes. Uh, let's tear right into it, eh? Yeah, we got us a, a we got us a puck drop here in about 29 minutes, so we are certainly interested in what you are looking at tonight, as we sit right now, you can get uh, lightning or about minus 130, 135, something like that. You can get about a plus 110, 115 on the Rangers. Which side are you looking at? I'm looking at the Rangers. I feel strongly about the position that they're in. When we assess this game tonight and we realize that for 17 straight games, uh, Tampa Bay has allowed themselves to rely on their grit, their experience, their team speed, uh, their acumen to overcome obstacles. But I'm afraid tonight that my feeling is that it's going to end. There is all the pressure on Tampa tonight. This is their complete series and their quest for a third cup tonight for if they lose. The mystique of winning after 17 straight games, I think, is going to be a lot to overcome. As well, we know teams in Stanley Cup playoffs that go down 2-0 to 2, or I'll say it this way, teams that take a 2-0 lead in Stanley Cup playoff seven-game series win 87% of the time. Uh, Gallant is right. This is a young team with belief. They're underdogs. Listen, game two against Toronto. Toronto uh, excuse me, game two against Toronto when Tampa played Toronto. Toronto was still favored. And now we're getting the rags as an underdog and a growing underdog. It's because the tsunami of people betting this game are looking at the trends, they're looking back, and they're not trying to project what's happening. I could well be very wrong, but I'm betting firm, I'm betting heavy, and I'm betting hard on the Rangers. 
So, uh, Lou, let's look at the total really quickly because we talked about this game yesterday on Betting Across America, and you talked about the fact, hey, you know what? When you win two Stanley Cups in a row, you play a lot of games, then all of a sudden you get some tread on those tires a little bit, and you get some miles on you. And the younger kids, the Rangers, were faster than Tampa Bay in game one where, you know, the, the, the rest, I think, beget, or the rust, rather, begat the rest, and Tampa Bay was off for eight days, and, you know, they were they were down from the get-go really they would come back early and then the rangers they would just keep these guys on the ice for these really long shifts i mean there were two minute shifts for some of these guys so if you're looking at this from a a total perspective do you think tampa bay's best chance if they can possibly do it is to actually slow it down and try to play old school hockey try to play defensive hockey and you know pay the price block shots and then let your goaltender one of the arguably the best remaining in the in the entire playoffs you know, make some stops for you because that would seem to me what Tampa's got to do. I don't know if they can go seven games up and down with the Rangers. Well, I don't think they want to go up and down with the Rangers. I don't really think their game is to skate. They just had Florida's number so bad they could do whatever they wanted to as they were just slapping them across the face. But this is a different series, different dynamic. Uh, The rags play from the goal out as well as Tampa Bay. So yeah, I lean towards your under. I look for clearly we're getting Tampa's best effort tonight. And now they only open minus 122. Now they're only minus 130. I smell a rat. Lou, let's uh, head over to the UFC here. And one of your plays, Felice Herrig, uh, you're taking her as a, as a slight favorite in this one. Did it give you any pause at all? Because I, you and I've been in this game a long time when, when people start talking about maybe uh, maybe it's time to hang it up, right? As she did an interview with with uh, Kevin Ioli where she said, you know, I've done everything I can do to prepare for the fight, and and if if I if I don't win, I feel like the universe is saying it's time to close this chapter in your life. Does that give you any sort of pause? Because I always wonder when someone's starting to kind of look ahead a little bit and not write what's in front of them that next day. Yeah, I think that's a decent point. But then when you consider her opponent, listen, these two gals fought about three years ago. And since then, they're 0 for 7. So the loser's going home. Kowalkowicz has looked miserable. She used to have to rely on her depth footwork and well-rounded game. She's lost her chin. If you look at her recency, I don't know how you could even begin to side with her. Now, this is a dangerous fight, but it's a rematch. And when these two gals fought two and a half, three years ago, it was a real close split decision. I don't think it's going to be that close this time. Kowalkowicz is cute and pretty and precise. And the other girl is mean as a junkyard dog. And and she's ready to fight. I don't care what interview she did with Kevin Iola. (laughs) <laughs> Lou, uh, staying in the uh, women's division tomorrow, we do have uh, Aaron Blanchfield against J.J. Aldrich. Blanchfield, the younger fighter, only 23. 29 is not old, but J.J. Aldrich has been in this game for at least a little while here. So we do have uh, this bout going to be a women's flyweight bout on the prelim card. Do you think that this is one of those that it's like, you know, that's what I always try to d- uh, ascertain is why is this fight booked? And it seems like, okay, we got a young prospect we might think a lot of. We want to get her a win over a name that's been around for a little while. Yeah, except that it's Aldridge. It's one three straight that called out the the young and up and coming Blanchfield. Aldridge wanted this fight and they gave it to her, to which I say, be careful what you wish for. This Blanchfield, if you look at her last fight against uh, Miranda Maverick, tossed her around like Raggedy Ann, and uh, Aldridge has less wrestling chops than Maverick. Uh, This is going to be a domination, one in which I even feel that though the total two and a half over three-something, forget about that. Blanchfield inside the distance plus 260, that's my approach. And Lou, you do have a uh, Moneyline parlay tomorrow night as well. I took a little money line parlay because when it comes to the favorites, I I really don't like to lay the juice. Mm -hmm. I I don't want to lay more than one to win one. So what we'll do is we'll put uh, Volkov and Trezano together. I think Trezano's in a real good spot in a tough, tight fight with another grappler. And we're going to use him with Volkov on the main event. I think Volkov's size, experience, 
five inch reach advantage. Uh, people think he's old. He's a year younger than Rosenstreak. Uh, I think if this fight gets into the second round, towards the end of the second round, it's got five round decision Volkov written all over it. Lou, uh, let's get to some college baseball. We started the regionals here this afternoon. No upsets, no monster upsets in terms of any of the host seeds, the top 16 seeds that host regionals. None of them have been defeated, at least so far today. Still a few more games to get underway tonight. But just looking at like a macro level, Lou, uh, what are you maybe looking at at some of these regionals? I know you have some college World Series futures that I want to get to momentarily. But any price that stands out to you in the regional that's still bettable for the folks out out there well uh, really yes because the miami region is a region i made a bet in and, and we had rain there and in that region miami plus 100 Kansas 75 to 1 arizona my team plus 370 old miss plus 185 i'm on old miss listen i i'm a i love my school but I love profit more than anything. And Ole Miss, SEC team, yeah, they're buried in the bottom of those standings, but watch out. They were very competitive in that league. They're playing close to home, and I think they're in a really good position in that regional, West. And then, Lou, run through uh, your, your futures that you've got to win it all here. Understanding College World Series, and Matt, I understand you played ball for LSU, so you do. It, it is so reliant on understanding the bracket. So the first thing we do is where's Tennessee and let's go away from them. So with that in mind, I'm on two Pac-10 schools pretty heavy. Stanford, who's number two ranked in the tournament and the furthest away from Tennessee and Oregon State third or fourth ranked also away from Tennessee. They're both in favorable setups. They both have been to Omaha prior. They both have deep pitching staffs and they're both live to win this thing because it's critical to have been to Omaha in the last year or three for these teams to go and win it. I think it's going to be very difficult, even though the dynamo that Tennessee is has all that momentum. It's going to be tough for them to get to Omaha and then win it in Omaha, in my opinion. You can find his work over in Point Spread Weekly. You can find him on the Twitter machine at Gamblue. He is Lou Finicaro. Thanks, Lou. Appreciate it, and good luck this weekend. Good luck, everyone, and thanks for having me on, guys. You bet, Lou. Thank you. Absolutely. Multiple college World Series bets. Right and there. I believe three of those futures already won their opening game today. Texas, Stanford, and Texas A&M. Oregon State Beavers uh, going late night tonight in Corvallis. We'll get all of Kelly's College World Series uh, bets on the other side here whenever we come <laughs> back. We'll also get your thoughts on the hockey game tonight. It is primetime action here on a Friday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.